All right. Uh, William, I think we're good to get going. Uh, did you have any other questions before we get started? I would love to know someday what a, a, a graffle is. <laughs> You're listening to The Omni Show. Get to know the people and stories behind the Omni Group's award-winning productivity apps for Mac and iOS. My name's Andrew J. Mason, and today we're talking to William Gallagher about how he uses Omni software to get things done. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Omni Show. Today's guest is William Gallagher. He's the deputy chair of the Writers Guild, and he presents 58 Keys. It's a YouTube series for writers using Apple gear. He also writes Doctor Who radio dramas and feature articles for Apple Insider. And he's the author of 19 nonfiction books, including the British Film Institute's BFI TV classics. The, all right, I might need some help with this. The, the Biderbeck Affair? <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Biderbeck, <laughs> yes. Very impressive. Good. Oh my gosh, I should have asked you that before starting. <laughs> uh, his first collection of short stories is due to be published in 2021, and he once had afternoon tea on a Russian nuclear submarine and regrets calling the place a dive. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today for the Omni Show. Thank you, and well done for delivering the, the dive joke. That straight face, it was very good. <laughs> much appreciated, and, and actually respect in your direction, because that was a mouthful in your introduction of a diverse spectrum of projects that you seem to handle here. We've got Doctor Who, we've got Apple Insider, 19 nonfiction books. I think there might be a clue as to why we might have asked you on this show. And yet, before we get started in earnest, I really do have to ask you a question that I had asked Ken last episode. Uh, it's an icebreaker that I will uh, deem what would your Mac OS code name be? So uh, they had announced Big Sur Mac uh, OS 11, and uh, Ken's answer was that he didn't necessarily know his Mac OS code name, but he did share that the Mac Mini in their office was codenamed Spinal Tap, so I thought that that was uh, appropriate. So the same question I'm going to pose to you. Mac OS comes out, they come to you, they say, William, you are allowed to codename this OS anything that you like. What's it going to be? Well, this is going to sound dreadful, but well, what can you do? The first thing that popped into my head as you were asking me that question was, why not? Mac OS William Gallagher. Imagine all of these serious articles about bugs in Mac OS William Gallagher and William Gallagher 1.1 and all of this. No. No. no, no, I love it, actually, because uh, any time that their operating system crashes, they can say William Gallagher <laughs> yes. crashed last night. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I started off egotistical, now I'm destroying everybody's Macs. I like it. All right. Yes, Mac OS, William Gallagher. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I love that. Uh, all seriousness, though, let's head back to uh, that wide array of projects you have going on. That's a lot. Uh, do you have a short form answer for when somebody comes up to you and says, William, how do you get it all done? <laughs> I don't actually. This is going to sound so terrible, but yes, I do. And it is OmniFocus. I mean, I'm not kidding. The people on Apple Insider, every now and again, if I start to say something, they go, is it OmniFocus again? <laughs> or something. So that keen. Transformative. I mean, I've been freelance since uh, about 94 or so. Major changes throughout it. And since using OmniFocus, you know, it, it's made a, a dramatic difference to how I cope with everything. So God bless OmniFocus. 
Beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. Uh, you mentioned how OmniFocus actually helped you through a pretty difficult time. Uh, and I'd love for you to kind of talk through that because it was a really interesting story. And uh, you mentioned that things got more complex, but yet you were the most free you felt like you've ever been. Oh, this would be... Uh, I, I've done quite a lot for the BBC over the years, but there was one patch, uh, maybe 10 years, maybe a little bit more, where even though I was freelance, everywhere I was freelancing for was different parts of the BBC. So BBC News Online, BBC CFAX, and then Radio Times, which is like the UK equivalent of TV Guide. It's a magazine and a website, and I ended up doing... So, I basically ended up doing the equivalent of eight days' work a week across the different parts of Radio Times and BBC. And that was great, and unfortunately it was so great, and I loved it so much, I did the, the bad thing freelancers just you know, never do. I forgot to look for any other work. So when the BBC had one of its periodic cancelling of all freelancers, I got caught with that, and I practically overnight went from having I suppose one client and three editors to having none of them and having to build up all the people I used to write for get new businesses and within about a month two months I worked out uh, I now had 15 editors across a dozen companies or something like that and some of it huge projects some of it very very bitty so much juggling and not just of the work that I was kind of used to juggling but all of the, the apparatus around it of getting the work pitching it invoicing checking it was delivered and I remember three months or so into that my wife Angela commented that I seemed lighter than I had in years and that was actually the first time I said to somebody that it's because of OmniFocus. I'm so glad I started using it. Less than six months before all that BBC work ended, I tried out OmniFocus and I hadn't realised actually how steeped in it I'd become so quickly. But it was life, I, I, life support dependent on OmniFocus now you could i sound like you're paying me for this you couldn't pay me i remember actually sorry that just popped straight into my head i remember saying to somebody once i love omnifocus so much that i would buy it again and then some years ago there was a new version of it and i did buy it again straight away see that's so interesting but you've been doing this for a long time uh, do you remember how you came across uh the omni group or omnifocus I actually think it wouldn't have been for Apple Insider because it was quite a long time ago now. Apple Insider's been around for a long time, but I've been involved with them for a few years. I probably was reviewing it for somewhere. I'm very keen on, you know, getting stuff done. Uh, so I, I had a to-do app. I remember being very frustrated with it, that it just there were things it wouldn't do. And I looked at some of the, the more heavyweight ones. No, I must have reviewed it because I actually remember writing the line about OmniFocus that Oh, what was the phrase? It was something like, first it destroys your mind, then it owns your soul or something. Because <laughs> uh, OmniFocus is a lot easier to use now than it ever was. But all that time ago, it, there was a, quite a steep learning curve, I thought. And I remember at first, really quickly actually thinking, this is too much. I can't handle this. I don't understand it. It's too powerful for me. But I couldn't go back to the one I had before because it just it was too good in that bit. And then over time... I do still review things, I do still try other ones, so I'm aware of how OmniFocus fits with the rest of it, but it's just, it's so far ahead of the rest. <laughs> I have to compliment you, it owns your soul is, is a very, uh, gosh, that's a good turn of phrase right there. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Omni Outliner, because you say you hate outlines, 
but you love Omni Outliner? Well, I'm a professional writer. I have to write outlines sometimes. Uh, the book you mentioned, The Biodebeck Affair, and I cannot tell you how impressed I am that you spoke. The show itself makes jokes about people not being able to do that, but you got it. Um, to get that uh, with the British Film Institute, I had to give them a, effectively an outline, like a chapter breakdown. Uh, and actually, later we radically abandoned it when I found some new material, but it, I couldn't have got the job without that. Uh, the Doctor Who things, you do, you, you start off with, you know, you throw them one line so that they can come back with, no, we've already got one set in a desert or something and if they like that you go to just a, a paragraph and then after that it starts becoming a bit more and more and you end up outlining uh, a two-hour uh, story and i use only outline for that as well so when i have to i understand outlining i just in my heart i would rather sit down and and write and fully accept that i'm going to write rubbish i mean not only would i if I wrote 100,000 words, I not only would be willing to throw away 90,000 as rubbish, I have done, and I think that's, that's a bargain. I mean, I got 10,000 good words just for the cost of 90,000 rubbish ones. But I was interviewing a producer for um, Radio Times once, and for some reason we got onto this topic, and he said to me, yes, you know, it's all very nice writing something and if it's bad throwing it away but I can't have a blank screen on BBC One on Tuesday night. I've got to have something there which means I've got to make sure it happens. I can't risk my wonderful flight of fancy going wrong and an outline was the best way he had of making sure something was there. And I completely get it. And I will, I'm doing a project now where I am trying an outline just because it's really a complicated drama. Uh, but really, I, despite all of this, I use Omni Outline every day. I was in it three or four times today because I do a lot of events, uh, a lot of workshops, even now under the current situation I'm doing. There's a, I do a six hour Zoom workshop for one client and that needs a lot of planning and lots of shaping and things. So I think Omni Outliner, it might even be misnamed, it's Omni Ideas Organizer Refier or something. It helps me sort out anything uh, complicated and also helps me see when I missed something. So for that six hour workshop, I know when lunch has to be and I know the topics that are heavy and the ones that are light and I can move the heavy ones to a, you know, don't give them something heavy right after lunch and things. So now I know I do need something after lunch, what can go there? And that's how I kind of build up an outline. Ah, I see. So for somebody with not as much experience in Omni Outliner, I really do appreciate that because I just have this need to kind of brain dump all of this information out. And it's not always a task related thing. It's something that I do want to sequence, but I don't necessarily have a, a great way for that to go. So I may give Omni Outliner a go on that. Well, I have one complaint with Omni Outliner, which is that sometimes this is mostly with non-fiction pieces of some Apple Insider articles, but some pieces up to maybe four or five thousand words. When it, so it's more complicated than a little news story, but not not a book kind of thing. I will be going through thinking, well, I've obviously I've got to mention that, uh, and I'll, I'll write down what it is. Then I think, well, actually, how am I going to explain that? So I'll write a little explanation, and then I find I hit return, and I write the next paragraph, and the next, and the next, and so many times I found I've written the entire article in Omni Outline and then got to get it out. Mm, I got it. So a great way to export the data in a way that makes sense in a reading format. So uh, uh, maybe a feature request there. I'm not sure. 
Speaking of feature requests and all the different software, you're the first person I've run across that uses pretty much every single piece of Omni software uh, throughout your day-to-day. -day. And so let's move over to OmniPlan. OmniPlan, I love that this non-traditional thinking, but you say, uh, among other you know, high-level planning projects, you've used OmniPlan primarily to get out of doing projects? Yeah, I did say just in case uh, the people I did this with are listening, it wasn't you, it was another project, okay? <laughs> I'd actually, I had done my bit. I wrote a script for something and the project uh, had fallen apart because all the people involved, including me, were very busy on different things. But every now and again, when one of them would lose their BBC contract or whatever it was, they would suddenly revive interest in this and they would try to drive it forward. We got to a point where I was so busy, I couldn't go on with it, but the other two could. And yeah, I really like them. They're my friends. It was an interesting project. So uh, for some reason, it fell to me to just kind of almost produce it. I mean, not, only very basically, like the admin side rather than the full show. But I, I did them a Gantt chart in OmniPlan. And I sent them this with uh, all of the things they had to do, all of the dependencies. Uh, this can't happen until that's done. But I rigged it so that everything I had to do came after everything they had to do and because I was pretty sure they wouldn't do it and that's true I looked brilliant presented this wonderful looking chart and I've been very generous with their time limits and things but I never saw them again <laughs> it was really quite handy so yeah I didn't get to do all the Monte Carlo simulation stuff that I don't understand in OmniPlan but the basic stuff was uh, very very useful to me that day for all intents and purposes, I'd have to say that was an effective use of your time. Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm not sure they'll put this on the box or whatever, how to get out of planning your projects, but it worked for me. Any uh, more conventional uses for OmniPlan? I should say I have also used it. I, I knew how to use it because I've used it for serious. Uh, the 19 books of five of them that were actually predominantly written by me, but shared amongst other writers, other producers. And things and actually they were um, technical books and four out of the five were bestsellers on Amazon and none of us can ever worked out what what we what did we do wrong with the fifth but they were all planned in in OmniPlan so a serious piece of software but really handy for getting out of things well this wasn't anywhere in my script of questions but uh, I, I do have a personal question in terms of you process so much information and it all kind of lands in different spots depending on the application. Do you have a way of deciding, you know, this is where it all starts? You know, you've got that seed of an idea and you're ready to grow it or flesh it out into something else. Where does it head next? That's really interesting. That's, uh, it's funny if I've been having this debate recently, but with writing tools, because I use, you know, drafts, final draft, pages, Word, which one do you go for? And there's something unconscious about it. I, it's a script I know I'm going to be in final draft. It's uh, a novel I know I'm going to be in Scrivener and things. I just seem to reach for the nearest screen and device. And I think when you put it the way you just did there, I realise Omni Outline is probably the start of everything. If it's only going to be a note, then it could be in anything at all. But if it's going to have more than a couple of bits to it, I will start an Omni Outliner and I'll shape it. I'll, uh, I just did a, I do online courses for writers and things. And one of them 
was amazingly bitty of how to do all these things. So uh, Omni Outliner helped me get the sequence. And then when I had the sequence, I moved the whole thing over into OmniFocus so that then I knew uh, I could just tick as I did each one and know that I was getting to the end of it. But that, that's one of those where you know the start and you know the end. Quite often, you only know the beginning. So you, you took a few things into OmniFocus and know that as you're going through them, as you're reviewing it, you'll think of what the next thing is. So uh, Omni Outliner for everything, OmniFocus, get it done. It's so interesting that you mentioned it, you know, being kind of this intuitive process that you, you, you sense. I wish I had a template. I don't necessarily have much other of a template other than the fact that if it's actionable or remindable, it goes into OmniFocus for me. Uh, other sorts of things where I'm just kind of working with bits of information and, and fleshing it out, it can go in text edit, honestly. That's why I'm excited by this idea of Omni Outliner. Well, just funny you should say about templates, because I realize one of the things I've come to really, I said I do lots of workshops, but hardly any of them, just a very small percentage are entirely mine. They're usually for another company. In fact, um, four companies hire me to do, there must be about a dozen different workshops. And now I have it uh, because of OmniFocus's ability to read task paper. I've created a shortcut uh, that uh, I set it running and it asks me which company is the workshop for then from those which one of the ones I do for them is it where is it online or an actual place and the date and then it goes off and it chucks into OmniFocus uh, all the tasks have to do with that because most of them are quite complicated with you know 10 days before I have to produce this document two days after I have to invoice in certain ways and things like that and also when I'm traveling uh, I carry a lot of equipment so it actually pops in a, a packing list for me for the night before and things like that. And the first time I did it, it, it took ages, but now uh, I get a call, I tell them straight away whether I can do the date or not. I press one button and I know I can just get on with whatever else I'm doing that day, it's all handled. And you say this is all done in task paper? Yeah, task paper is, uh, there is a, a, a to-do app called task paper, I think, but it's also a format, uh, a way of describing tasks, of writing down in, in like command line entries, which OmniFocus is able to understand. So within the shortcuts, I have a text field that is this list. Uh, it'll be things like um, that document I write, it's write document for, and it will insert the name of the company uh, at the session date minus 10 days or something. And OmniFocus interprets that and it slots it into the right project, puts it on the right date in the calendar. Whatever 10 days before that workshop is what OmniFocus works it out and puts it in for me using this format. That's so beautiful and honestly it reminds me of uh, what Ken was talking about uh, last episode where it's just you know you work so hard to get that first project airtight there's smoke coming out of your ears. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Once it's there uh, you have this templatable process that anybody else can use that uh, there, there just won't be any holes in it. So do you have any suggestions for somebody that's looking to lean a little bit more in that automation direction? With shortcuts and planning and templates and things like that. Yeah. Because uh, I can tell you um, because of the situation we're in now, um, the one client that I used to travel around the UK for doing things started doing online ones. So I went to my shortcut and I added an online section and I broke the whole shortcut. And I looked at this and I, it was too much effort to go uh, work it all out again and put it into OmniFocus. So I spent half a day fixing the shortcut just so I could do it. 
If I'd not had that, if I'd been more sensible and prepared, I could have done it once in OmniFocus and then saved a copy of that project as a template and probably effectively done much the same thing. Uh, but I'm not sure how that would work with the kind of relative dates, the 10 days before, the two days after. Uh, most things I do in OmniFocus, uh, I slap them straight in because they're usually one or two parts. And I trust that when I come to review everything, I will add others to it. Longer term plans, actually, yes, that, that one with OmniFocus, that shortcut, you'll never guess what I worked it out in. I did it in Omni Outliner first, <laughs> so, so I could move things around. Uh, the document requires certain information. So before I can do the document, 10 days before, I have to get this information 12 days before and things like that for it. So I kind of worked, I worked out the pattern and then I'm, I'm an Omni Anorak. No, no shame at all about that. I do want to switch gears and talk about, uh, you have a YouTube channel that you fired up with all things Macintosh and software uh, review and just sort of that ecosystem. Talk to us a little bit about 58 Keys. 58 keys. It's a really, it was a project uh, several years ago. I was supposed to come up with a name for something and, and I didn't. Somebody else I was working with did. And 58 keys just stuck with me as a title. There's a, there is a meaning behind it, but um, uh, keys and writing, I just, I was not seeing stuff on YouTube that I wanted to see. I didn't see any pieces about Omni Outliner, for example. And there has been an entire 58 Keys episode just about that. Actually, it might be the most popular episode I've done so far. It was certainly very successful for it. And the number of people who've emailed me since saying they've tried Omni Outliner and are now hooked like I was. So it's really gratifying. It's for writers uh, who use, writers like me really, who use all of this Apple gear, how to get much more out of it. And I know I'm talking a lot, obviously I'm talking a lot about Omni now, but I'm a real software nut, uh, far more than I ever have been hardware. So if you know, get me started on Scrivener or Pages versus Word and all of this stuff. And that's, I mean, there is hardware actually in 58 Keys because I think even though I want it to be that it's how writers can get more out of your Apple gear, you have to get Apple gear first. So uh, I have one talking about the ways you can get refurb Macs and things for cheaper. And there are certain things to do with the business of writing. like. You don't write anything in OmniFocus, but it's so vital as a freelance writer that it feels like it's part of the same uh, tool. So actually very soon now, there's going to be an OmniFocus episode coming out there. And then later, uh, how to use OmniPlan to get out of things. That that will come too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I cannot wait to use that trick. That is amazing. Uh, William, I want to let everybody know about where they can find you. Uh, I know about WilliamGallagher.com. Uh, and it's just been an honor talking to you. It's such a cool, wide spectrum of stuff that you're involved with and just kind of getting to see all of that through this lens. So cool. Thank you. Thank you. I, I always felt that even though I write a lot about technology, uh, I'm a drama writer who does this. I feel like I'm right on the cusp between technology and drama. So there are so many people I work with as a writer who have no idea I use all this stuff. And so many people I write technology about who have no idea I do dramas and things like this. And bringing them together, being able to talk about them both in one game, it's a thrill. So thank you very much for asking me. Absolutely. And thank everybody for listening today too. We're so grateful that you spent this time with us. If you'd like to keep up with what the Omni Group is up to, you can always head to omnigroup.com slash blog or find out more about this show at The Omni Show on Twitter. Oh, 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 oh